0: Nicolas Cage stars as Johnny Face on Fire in this movie. Nicolas Cage stars as Johnny Face on Fire, Burnsy. Johnny Cage stars as Johnny Face on Fire in the role of a lifetime. In this sequel, will Johnny find love? Will he break up with the devil? Will he raise his son right? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in this. Nicolas Cage stars as Nicolas Cage in the Nicolas Cage story on Fire. Nicholas Cage stars as Johnny Cage in the role of a lifetime. Nicholas Cage stars in this movie, which he barely showed up for and was paid a great sum of money. Nicholas Cage stars as Burnt Skull Man in the role of a lifetime. Will he chase down his devil's son? Will he learn how to act? Will he pay his taxes? We'll find the answer to those questions within this movie. Nicholas Cage stars as Skull on Fire Man. Nicolas Cage stars as Johnny Face on Fireman, in the role of a lifetime. Will his son become the devil? Who's that gypsy lady? Why is the devil some Irish guy? What's the deal with Idris Elba? What's his deal? I was a little drunk, plus I was horny. (laughs) Hello citizens, I'm Phoenix West. Welcome to Nick Cage cast. I'll be honest, I didn't know what movie to do of his i put all his movies in a random generator online and i just let it choose for me and it was a weird situation because it chose ghost rider 2 spirit of vengeance i don't think there's really a 2 in there i just added that myself point is i've seen the first one but i have no fucking recollection of this thing the first movie is a blur to me let me first state I have zero fucking interest in Spirit, Ghost Rider, excuse me, I almost said Spirit Rider, Ghost of Vengeance. I literally have, I have no interest at all in Ghost Rider. I don't know shit about him, I'm not a comic book guy, I like Batman and some X-Men, and that's really about it, as far as the comics go. The movies are different, I like some different things, but point is, don't know shit about Ghost Rider. I literally know nothing about him other than his skull is on fire and he rides a Harley with a chain. That's all I remember from the first movie. I remember something about his dad dying. Luckily, this sequel opens with a flashback sequence and it explains everything that happened in the first movie. So that was good. I, I, got, I got caught up without having to watch the first one. I, I'm going to eventually get to it in the show, but I didn't have to go back and like, uh, who the fuck's this guy? I wasn't going to do it anyway. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is from 2011, directed by Neville Dean and Taylor. Let me just say, I've seen their previous movies, most of them, I've seen the two Crank movies. I didn't like the first Crank movie when I saw it, and then I went back and I rewatched it and I appreciated the humor the second time around. I didn't know what to expect the first time, It, it was a weird movie where it kind of threw me off and I was like, I don't know how to feel about this, I feel dirty. They also did Gamer, it's not a great movie, but it's not a bad movie either, it's just kind of like this, they have a style, they're stylized directors. And I'm fine with that. They're very guerrilla style. They like to do the wheelchairs, the skateboards next to the actor when they're running. It's fine. I appreciate their passion. Brian Taylor actually went to the same film school I did, to Los Angeles Film School. I'm not sure when he went there. I think he went before I did. Uh, he's clearly doing a little better than I am. He got to work with Cage. Wah, 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 wah. I could have added that in after I'd have to do it live. Anyway, this movie is a... Fucking bizarre little mess. I don't know what else to say about it. I watched the whole movie, sat there and just like, I don't know what's going on. Nick Cage is the Ghost Rider. I understand that. He wants to not be the Ghost Rider anymore. That's kind of the plot of this movie. He runs into some gypsy lady and her son, who the devil, who's played by a Kiarnan Hins Kjarnin. Kieran Hines, I guess you pronounce it, if I had to be very polite with his name. He plays the devil, and then Nick Cage is trying to stop him from killing this kid, or making this kid into the devil. I I didn't understand, Kiernan is the devil, but then the kid's gonna be the devil. But they have this little montage, this cartoon montage, where Nick Cage very calmly, like, boringly explains. But I know one thing. On Earth, he's weak. His powers are limited. He needs emissaries to do his dirty work. So he finds them, or makes them, using his greatest power. The power of... The deal. I was like, okay, that's fine, I understand that. But then the kid is his son. He raped this girl, this gypsy lady. Or he didn't rape her, I don't know which. They they went back and forth a couple times. I think they did the rape thing so you didn't hate her Even though she has zero character And I don't give a fuck about her Anyway, I'm not going to go too far into the movie This is about Nick Cage here So the best estimate I can give you is The devil has a son That he wants to make The super devil Or like devil junior I don't know, this fucking kid sucked He was like a robotic, demonic Little Damien child I don't know what the fuck they were doing there Let me just say right now, this movie is exactly Terminator 2 and Drive Angry combined. If you need to know what this movie is, if you've seen those two movies, you don't need to watch this movie. It literally is just those two movies tied together. Okay, Nicolas Cage is protecting this kid. That's exactly what happens in Terminator 2. He's on a a motorcycle, he has weapons, he's fighting this... He's not fighting the Team 1000, but he's fighting the devil, who's got all these powers and abilities and stuff. And the devil can kind of make, like, weird Superman. I don't know what the fuck the devil's doing. Very confusing movie. It wasn't confusing as far as plot heaviness. It was just like, I think you really had to know why things were happening and they weren't really explaining it. The devil has this guy that works for him. I don't know his fucking name. I'll show him right here. The devil has this guy work for him. At some point, this guy dies like three quarters of the way through the movie and then the devil brings him back. And he's awesome. He just turns, he touches stuff and it dies immediately. He touches a twinkie and it doesn't die. There's a a couple chuckles in there, a couple ha ha's, big old grand laughs. That's fine. But what the fuck? Who is this guy? Why? And then he dies like like immediately, and it doesn't matter. It just felt like this movie was making up as it went along. I I can't recommend this movie. I really can't. I, I would love to say Nick Cage has a lot of fun in it. He has a couple scenes early on where he's doing his and he becomes the fireman skull face guy the big scary man who's the hero he becomes skull face fire hell man i don't hell boy i don't i don't fucking know i don't i don't care the point is it's barely a scripted movie it doesn't feel like they really knew what they were doing and they're just kind of making it up as they went along and if that is the case i almost want to go kudos because it's a movie enough but if it was a script first, and they were, like, really working on this script, I don't know what the fuck was happening this entire movie. And it's a very simple movie, too. It literally is the plot from Drive Angry. It's the same fucking movie. Nick Cage in hell, and goes to get this kid, his kid, in that movie. Some random fucking gypsy lady, Satan child in this movie. Uh, there was a couple of things I liked in this movie. They had the opening sequence, and they, then they had a sequence kind of... About after the first act of the movie, where there was... It was supposed to be the comic book style because this is based on a comic. Quality comic, I bet. But I liked those sequences. It gave us a rare chance to hear Nick Cage doing voiceover, which is honestly always a bad idea because Nick Cage cannot operate solely with a microphone. You have to have a camera on this lunatic sometimes. And I say lunatic in such a loving way, Nick. Please be on my show. My point is... You get to hear Nick going, I am a ghost rider. I was born in this and I, my father was dying and I went, I went to hell after made a bad deal. My name is Johnny Blaze. I used to ride a motorcycle for a living. I did a bare ass 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. But when my dad got sick... I did something way crazier than that. He's bored. If he can't scream at somebody from across the room, like an insane person, he's bored. He just won't cooperate with the microphone. He reminds me of those car commercials, I forget which brand it is, but it sounds like the narrator is a sarcastic or bored Edward Norton. Sometimes happiness is having the road to yourself, Mazda CX-3. Anyway, so glossing over this story where he saves a kid and that's it. Obviously, Nick Cage wants to lose his powers. He wants to not be Ghost Hellboy Rider anymore. So about three quarters of the way through the movie, he stops being Hellboy Ghost Rider. I really cannot remember the name of this movie. He stops being Ghost Rider is the point. And then I looked at the clock, and I was like, oh, there's way too much time for him not to be Ghost Rider again. There's just way too much time. So obviously he becomes Ghost Rider again, and then he saves the boy. He kills the devil. He whips him back to hell. And I wish I was making that up. And spoiler alert, by the way, he whips him into the ground and goes, go home. I'll probably show a clip here. And the devil flies through the earth back to hell evidently in this the hell is an actual place that's literally below the ground um i don't know if they pave the anti-paradise and put up a parking lot if they kind of crows into that I, I, i'd be interested to hear that song don't it all. Got yeah, but the, the directing in this movie, I want to like it, I want to be a part of it, I like what they do, I like the way they shoot action sequences, they keep it interesting, they keep it, they, they do action with a sarcastic Overtone. I don't. I don't even want to say undertone. But they have this sense of humor about them, where it reminded me a lot of Mad Max. Not nearly the quality, obviously. Mad Max Fury Road. That is, not nearly the quality. But it reminded me because it's sarcastic and it's they're driving and it's an action sequence. The guy's touching people and he's making them melt away. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So I do like these directors. I like their style. I just. This movie would have worked really well if it was rated R. When they made it PG-13 and they stripped away what these directors do really well. These directors do weird and absurd, filthy comedy very well. If you don't like the crank movies, that's fine, but you can't deny that they did something very different with Jason Statham that nobody else would was willing to do. Most people want to do a run-of-the-mill, cookie-cutter action sequence um, slash movie. The whole movie's got to be based around Jason Statham, so let's get him, let's get him looking good. Let's get him like a badass in this... And uh, and Crank and Crank 2 are like, let's get Amy Smart out there on a horse track and have him, just f- her, him go to town on her. They thrive in creating these bizarre sequences. And I feel like that was just entirely missing from this movie. This movie was a neutered shell of Crank. It was like... Crunk. I'm not proud of that one. I'm not proud of that one at all. That didn't work at all. This movie wasn't terrible, it was just not enjoyable. I remember the first one being like, uh eh. And this one made me more mad because it was in better hands, but they f- I felt like they were just neutered and, or censored or they couldn't do anything that they wanted to do that they're really good at. The whole reason these guys are in the business and known for what they do, they weren't allowed to do any of that. So they had nothing to work with. Hey, what if you have to pee while you're on fire? Oh, it's awesome. It's like a flamethrower, you know, it's like... <laughs> and let me go over the coincidence in this movie that Nick Cage wants to get away from it all. So he goes to some Eastern European village and just hangs out. The exact same Eastern European village where the Antichrist is now being made. What are the odds? That the plot is happening right in his little distant village, crazy, right? Fucking Christ, movie. I would also like to title this movie "Overacting the Movie," because there's so much overacting in this movie. Because right now, the only thing standing between you and the writer is me, and he's just he's, uh, he's scraping at the door, scraping at the door. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, well, right, if you don't tell me what I want to know, I'm gonna let him out. Uh. Uh. Idris Elba is the only actor who gets away looking good in this movie. Hashtag, he's my Bond. I just don't understand why he's in this movie. He, he plays this weird drunk guy. I don't know what his character was. I don't know who he was. They kind of explain he's his friend and he's an alcoholic. I don't know who the fuck he was. He just shows up and he's just like this weird plot device that they use. And then he sweeps in and dies at the end. Everyone knew he was going to die. And holy shit, who cares? I don't, I don't care about this fucking character. There's so many actors screaming or just saying lines that they don't really know what they mean or who they're saying it to. I feel like they did a lot in editing. Maybe they changed entire scenes of who they're talking to. The second-in-command bad guy with the long hair who into a weird, like dusty demon dude that can't kill a Twinkie. I feel like he was so out of place in most of his scenes. He's just like, what are we doing? I'm a bad guy. Kill it. And he looks scared of Nicolas Cage when he's the Ghost Rider. But then later on, he's like, I wasn't, I'm not scared of you. And I'm like, y- you clearly were. Did they do this scene first? I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. It was a confusing mess, this movie. It was almost good. Almost. There's some funny sequences. There really is. The delay. I can't wait to watch this footage later. It's going to be fun. I'm going to leave it in the show. I am. I'm a fucking loose cannon. I'm a loose cannon. I'm a loose... I'm sorry about that. Anyway, Nick Cage in this movie is so uninteresting for most of his scenes. Like I said, he has his... In this movie, just specifically in this movie, he has his boring narrator. He has his saying lines to actresses with no real connection to what he's saying to them. He's just like, uh, what are you saying? I, I think you're pretty, I'm flirting with you. What's? You're very pretty. And he's speaking in different language and he's looking at his wounds and he's just kind of boring and he's just getting by. Oh, you have a week. Hi, uh, it's funny cause when you walked in I, I, I thought I was still dreaming. You have hallucinate? No, no man, I'm not hallucinating. Look, I'm, I'm flirting with you. Uh, yes, for masa. And then he has this freak out in a cage. The police want to talk to you when you wake up. No. I tell them you. Wake up. No. And that shit's all fun. I like when he has fun with it, and th- it works in this movie where he's crazy and he's moving his head a lot. I feel like this is just one of those movies he did just to get paid. This is during all the tax shit. This is, this is not a good period for him. Morphine, 2-I uh, morphine, you got any morphine? I can only think of one other sequel that he's done. He did the National Treasure, National Treasure 2 book of secrets and lies and videotapes and sex, right? Is that what that's called? He did that where he plays like William, Benjamin, Gate, Jefferson, Clinton, Obama, Trump? Hopefully not. I don't know what his fucking character name was. There was a bunch of fucking presidents, I don't know. But I think that's the only sequels he's done, right? It's the one sequel the National Treasure. I think that's it, other than this movie. I'm more interested, weirdly, in the National Treasure movies. Because th- those are at least fun. And I know it's fucking happening. Because they over-explain things in those movies. <sighs> Not that that's better to over-explain things. But this movie, they didn't really explain anything. And I was like, who's this? Who's this guy? Why? It's a very simple story. I shouldn't be confused. And I'm confused because they weren't saying who people were and they weren't explaining why they were doing what they're doing. Other than, he's the devil, he's gonna make the devil out of this kid who's your devil, Sonio? It's sex with the devil, the devil's in my bones, I feel the devil is a spirit in me, I'm a ghost rider. Nick Cage. Rage Cage, Quiet Cage, Quirk Cage. This is definitely Rage Cage for most of the movie. Rage Cage and Quiet Cage in a weird way. I thought it was gonna be Quirk Cage for sure. Like when he wasn't being the rage cage freak out thing, I thought for sure he was going to be the the weird, off putting, kind of self aware of the weird movie that he's in, and it didn't really come across that way. It came across as more uh, blah 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 blah, putting out lines, saying lines to you, the devil, devil, devil. They didn't save my dad like you said he would. Now I'm part hell or whatever. My face turns on fire, turns into skull bones and charred remains, and little. little flames and shit i got a little bike he just seems like he's just saying lines and he's like eh, i can freak out now taylor neville dean i can freak out now yeah i can i can scream at this fucking child like the lunatic i am i can just fucking scream in this fucking kid's face hi kids parents how are you doing i'm gonna yell at your fucking child now <laughs> and, he, and then he yelled at the child I'm scared the shit out of him literally the kid shit himself The kid broke his ankle and fixed it, miraculously, because he's the devil. I just want to say that. That happens in this movie. Ah! Ah! What, are you feeling better? Your leg's all healed, huh? Like, all by itself. (laughs) They give it exactly as much explanation as I just did. I thought your ankle was broken. It's not now. Overall, this movie cost $45 million. I don't I don't know how much went to Nick. I'd be curious to find out. I could easily Google that, but I'm not going to. You know what I'm going to? Here here's what he got. Okay. And the movie made 51. That's only $6 million that it made. That's why there will not be a Ghost Rider 3. And I know in the world of they made money, they didn't lose money, that's actually kind of productive. The problem is they're not going to make a third movie for this cheap. They, they went to Eastern Europe to film for a fucking reason. They do it so they can get cheap people to make cheap things using cheap decisions in a cheap-ass country. That's why this movie doesn't make any sense. It felt like a foreigner wrote it. Like someone from fucking Romania wrote it. The girl in this movie probably wrote it. I don't know. It's just really confusing. It's a, it's a hot mess. It is a Nick Cage. It, this movie perfectly glorifies Nick Cage as a hot mess. I think every time I do this show, I'm going to put on the screen at the end where it ranks in my Nick Cage movies. Right now, I, do, I have The Trust, and I have Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider. I, just, I cannot get this title right. Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. It's written right there. I could easily show you, but I won't. Point is, I'm going to have it on the screen right here. So this is where it ranks between the two movies that I watched so far. The Trust, which I really enjoyed. And then this movie. Which was a movie, kind of. This movie caused Nicolas Cage to get paid, and therefore his taxes in Uncle Sam. But since he worked overseas, who knows how much of it he actually claimed on his taxes here. So that's all for this episode, guys. Thanks for watching as I describe a terrible movie to you, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, starring Cage, Idris Elba, and (laughs) Kiara Hins, and some kid, and some Romanian lady. I don't know. Terrible movie. So go to liwstudios.com. Watch this show, Shitty Movie Showdown, and AmeriCant. Also, I have more podcasts on there. Check them all out. They're right in the front page. You can't miss them. If you do miss them, you're blind. You shouldn't be using the internet. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. So long, Nicolas Cage.